Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For joining me. My name is Harriet Kamek with Down to Earth, the podcast in which we talk about the issues that matter. And today we're going to talk about dieting and the diet industry. But it's Friday and it's Fearless Friday. And it's actually Friday the 6th of March, 2020. I'm saying that for the record so that 20 years from now, they will know what day it was, <laughs> right? Because these things are stored digitally. But before we go forward and move forward with our show, there are just some things that are top of mind. You know, I was just, just before I went on air, I was reading a story on CNN about how the entire world is just going bazunkas about the coronavirus. In Australia, apparently people are fixated on buying toilet paper. I don't think that's Australia alone. I went to the store Wednesday night, Tuesday night, so yesterday was Thursday, Wednesday night, and everybody was buying toilet paper. I must have been the only person at the store looking for hand sanitizer and uh, disinfecting wipes, and uh, I was also looking for uh, a Lysol. You know, everybody keeps Lysol in their house, and if you go to the big box stores enough, you probably have tons of Lysol and disinfecting wipes in your house, but people were stockpiling toilet paper, and I was like, our septic systems are going to be overwhelmed if everybody anticipates that you're going to be using so much toilet paper. To me, the focus is not on what is coming out. The focus is on trying to not get it to your person, which is why I bought boatloads of disinfecting spray, put one in every car, put one in every purse, I, I, I kid you not, and uh, hand sanitizing wipes, because I've started to become a little bit concerned that people were buying this stuff up. And traditionally, I keep hand sanitizer in my coats. So there's always a bottle of hand sanitizer and coats and, and so on. But what happens is I used to use the pretty ones that you get from Victoria's Secret and Bath and Body Works in particular. But over time, they, they put something in them that would send my sinuses off. So if you go in a coat pocket, you're most likely to find a, a thing of hand sanitizer, right? What I never bought was the antibacterial wipes to keep in my in, in my car. I would keep it in my car, but, I, you know, I didn't have it in my purses. So all the big box stores here in Southeast Michigan that I went to that are in my neighborhood were out of it. So I just headed to the local dollar store. You know, there's a dollar store that, you know, everything is dollar. And there's one in particular that's kind of in a hideaway place. But, man, they are a find. I found hand sanitizers and uh, uh, infecting wipes. I stocked up. I bought like 12 cases, 12 containers. I, I kid you not. I bought a lot, right, because I'm taking it seriously because I think that we, are, we need to prevent it from getting to you, not on it coming out. Because once it gets to you, it has the ability to destroy you. The thing I don't like about this particular virus is that it stays on surfaces for an extended time. So it's not as if it comes and then it dries up. No, it's staying on surfaces for weeks. 
that's the thing. And, and now that we're seeing that 178 people in the country have been affected, you have to ask yourself, those 178 people, each person has been in contact with at least 10 persons. So 10 persons have been in contact with another group of 10, another group of 10. That's the potential damage. So to me, it far outweighs just, well, we're containing it because we have only seen 178 cases. No, give it a couple weeks, that narrative is going to change, right? So in the meantime, stop panicking. Supply chains are overwhelmed because, as usual, everything was manufactured in China. Very little was manufactured in the United States, Canada, and Mexico. We were silly to go to China because our corporate uh, 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 owners, corporation owners, wanted big money and big profits. China has the cheapest labor on the planet, so everything was manufactured in China. And you live in the United States, and it takes 40 days for products to come from China. And now with factories in China shut down, supply chains are disrupted because the spread of the virus, they had to shut down factories to contain it. And they're not issuing any more information because the factories are still shut down because the, the, the spread of the disease is far worse in China than China is letting you know. If Italy had to close schools and colleges and ask elderly people to stay indoors, that tell you, Italy. Italy is not near to China or next door to China. They just had one group of people, two people in Italy, and they spread it to a whole group, but now Italy has shut the whole place down. And Italy is microscopic compared to China. So that gives you an idea of the scale of what is going on in China. So they, the supply chains for all products have totally been disrupted. It's teaching us a lesson. Why on God's green earth were you all going to China in the first place, somewhere that's over 6,000 miles away, when you could have paid workers in Mexico and the United States and Canada to make the same goods? You were just looking for more profits and more profits. And well, well, here we are. We can't get hand sanitizers. I was at a local Walmart uh, the other night, and uh, the manager, you know, you're going there, you know, so they, you know, you know the people there. And the store manager said, He's over. He said, we don't have it. He said, it's the first time we've seen this. We don't have any. And he said, there's supposedly a, a truck is supposed to come today. So come back today. He says, if it's not here today, it's next week. But he says, the thing is, how their system works, once they run out, it automatically replenishes when it's scanned through the registers and so on. It automatically replenishes. The problem is the suppliers don't have the stuff. This is just a sniffles. I have a but in in my studio. I have a, a eucalyptus plant, and they put it back in here, and I, and everybody forgot that I have an allergy to it. So it's been in here, and we're gonna have to get it out, <laughs> right? It's killing me. So bear with me. It's an allergy to a eucalyptus plant. I don't know how that happened, but I was shocked when I got in there this morning, and it took me like about five minutes to start this, up, right? So everybody all over the world is panicking. People are literally panicking. Do you know that retailers everywhere, they have to have toilet paper security guards. Running on a toilet paper, you're worried about it coming out of you. You should be worried about not getting it serious. Put the focus on the front end of the horse, not on the back end. Because once it gets in you 
how many toilets you would if there are four people in the house you need four toilets because once one person in the house gets it everybody else is going to get it so the goal is to not get it period but people are saying well what if you get it well you go dig a hole in the backyard go dig a hole in your garden or something because i kid you not you don't want to get this thing it is very warping it gets into your body even in healthy people it is going to hurt a lot of people they just don't know how many people yet because people are not coming forward because the people who are infected right now are probably just thinking they have a cold or they, they just have a flu, it's flu season or whatever, right? Oh, my God. You can just imagine, right? Uh, and, and nothing works. They, have, they're still, they just have testing kits, but they don't have a, a thing for antiviral yet. Oh, Lord. God bless us all, right? So are you all praying? Sunday morning, I'm going to talk about uh, praying and fasting and how effective is that in leading things. A couple of weeks ago, I saw this coming and thought that when I put it into spiritual context, I saw this coming and talked about this. But I think I might elaborate more this coming Sunday. So make sure you stay tuned for our Sunday morning edition of Down to Earth, right? So today, I want to talk about the diet industry. Right? Anybody ever been on a diet? Just raise your hand. No one can see you. It's just you being uh, forthright and 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 praying about it. Right? Anybody? I'm using hand sanitizer. It's just me. Uh, anybody uh, want to raise your hand? Anybody ever been on a diet? Have you ever felt that you needed to go on a diet? Or let me say it this way: Have how long have you been on a diet? How about that? How long have you been on a diet? For most of us, we are forced into dieting because the society tells us that we're not slim enough. We're too fat. Even slim people have issues being fat. I remember when I wore a size 2, I thought I was fat. Then I went up to a size 6. I'm now a size 4. It depends on who the designer is because I'm curvy. So most days, the bottom part of will fit, but the top the, 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 the top part will fit, but the bottom part has issues. So I just wear a size 6 and be done. I'm just like, just put on a size 6 and I'm good. And then I had to ask myself, what's the obsession with the numbers? What's the obsession with looking at the scale and determining what size you are and determining how much you weigh? Let's face it. If you've lived long enough and someone who is healthy, your bones weigh more. So you're a body made up of bones and organs. You are not going to be light, especially if you have eaten well most of your life, like most of us. And I want to talk about how the diet industry wants you to lose weight even if you are healthy and how that body image has been propagated at men and women. It's not just women. It's men, too. And they want us to constantly feel as if you're constantly in need of it. I mean, just recently, uh, let me remind you about this. You might remember a few months ago, I think it was Christmas, when this new exercise machine, Peloton, which is just a glorified cycle, isn't it? It's a glorified bike. That's all that it is, right? They just put a screen on it. Uh, a few years ago, they came in with something similar, Nordic Track or something like that. Remember when Nordic Track came in with a screen? Well, it's the same thing with this stupid thing, right? So they, they brought in this Peloton thing, and they uh, advertised it with this 
unrealistically slim woman who claims that she's a mother of two. And she was exercising to lose weight. And you're like, she, she, she looked like a beanstalk, literally. How could she, that was not promoting conscious and positive, that was not even healthy mentally. So they withdrew the ad and there was a lot of backlash. So now they're using men to promote just uh, getting up and exercising. But they're still using very slender models. So the, so if you're already slender and we're a size two, how much more slender do you want to be? Well, for most of us, we're going to say that you have to maintain it. That, 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 that's what it is. Now, that was Peloton, the, the exercise maker. It's just a glorified bike to me. It looks like something I've used over the years in the gym. It doesn't seem like anything neat or, or anything about it, right? It doesn't do anything more. Like everything else, if you don't get on it to ride it, it's not. I had a I had an elliptical machine in my bedroom once that became something like I hung close on it. And then I actually got on it, and it actually helped me. And it helped me to lose weight because it generated muscle. So you might be asking, well, what is a good body size or a good body weight? Can I just tell you the truth? What does your doctor tell you to do? Does your doctor tell you that you're healthy? Then be guided by what your doctor says. If your doctor says you need to lose weight, then do so. But if the doctor says you need to lose weight because women need to be slender and skinny and she's projecting herself, as the body type that you need to look like, then there is a problem with body image. But if your doctor says you need to lose weight because it compromises an organ function or compromises your life expectancy, that's when you need to lose weight. But the diet industry doesn't want us to do that. I mean, you've watched ads with all kinds of diets or products that advertise that you need to lose weight. And if you eat this, my daughter calls it astronaut food astronaut food, some of these people advertise. You know, the kinds of foods that they say they send you the food with the exercise program? You know that one? All of them. And if you eat this much food, you're going to lose 40 pounds, and you're going to lose 4 pounds, 16 pounds in four weeks. And I was like, how the hell can you lose 16 pounds in four weeks unless something catastrophic hasn't happened? Yet, that's what they propagate. So you're looking at it, and they're trying to tell you what your body should look like. And I want to get into this for just a second, because I think it's important for all of us. We've been socialized through magazines. The diet industry uses visual images to promote its idea of what our body types should look like. So if you're a man, you're supposed to have six packs. Even if you're 45, you've lived long enough, you've drunk enough beers, you've eaten you don't always work out because you're tired, right? You have a job, you have family, and the diet industry wants you to do all of this working out stuff, even if you have a family. So you end up not spending quality time or spending time with the people you love because you, you've got to work out because if you don't, what the society is telling you, you're not attractive enough, you're not presentable enough, so you won't get a good job, or if you're in a job, they want you to look a certain way because you're a representative of their brand and their company. The diet industry is compromised of fitness gurus use celebrity images to promote their products. Drink this. The diet industry is comprised of diet pills. If you take this alpha hydroxy cut, you're going to lose weight. Gold, and it doesn't tell you what the lasting side effects are. Drink this. 
eat this, work out, wear these clothes, wear this kind of uh, athletic equipment. It's all about the industry that won't let you go. And you know where this all started? I'm going to tell you where this all started. So the diet industry complex is an industrial complex, just like the prison industrial complex. It's an industrial complex because it's made up in real time of an idea that keeps you enslaved to an idea that if you don't, you're never going to, you makes you never stop trying to conform to an image that they have created. In the diet industrial complex is big money with big profits for corporations. They use magazines to reinforce negative stereotypes of what people should look like. Ever seen the cover of a magazine? It's only in recent times that you see normal-looking people on the cover of magazines. Normal-looking women who look as they are, they're healthy because their doctors say they're healthy. And you don't have to be skinny and androgynous. Right? Fashion is dominated by homosexual men whose idea of femininity is women with no hips. Right? They have no hips and no butts, and they look like they could be either male or female. The fashion industry is part of the diet industry. The fashion industry feeds this image, and then the diet industry sat back and said, wow, so women are going to get this idea. Then that created, you read this, they take advantage of the nature of women and reinforce these stereotypes by promoting and encouraging women to be unrealistically thin. Hence, the start of the diet industrial complex. So, the diet, so first it was the fashion industry who came up with this idea that women should be a size zero and a size two. That's unrealistic because women are designed a specific way because we carry children. So we are supposed to have butts and hips to carry children. You ever been pregnant? Any man has ever been pregnant? Don't tell me about a man who, did, who was actually born a woman and then decided to go take hormones to look like a man. That's not a man. I'm talking about a man who is anatomically born a man. Right? So we are made to look like and we are made to carry children. I'm not talking about being morbidly obese and being overweight. Again, that does not fit within the confines of what a healthy person should be like. I'm talking about being normal. I'm talking about what is normal for women. This stuff has got to stop. This idea was first perpetrated by the fashion industry that was dominated by white homosexual men who told women and took advantage of the nurturing nature of women to tell them to get into their heads and tell them that they need to be unrealistically thin. And that, that is what men like. No. Let me help you out a little bit. For all the women who are size twos, who think that their husbands are only having sex with them, let me tell you what, what prostitutes will tell you. They're having sex with prostitutes who weigh 200 pounds. While you are struggling to maintain a 120-pound weight, your husband is having sex with people who look like me, who have butts and hips. Do you understand? Because this idea, it is totally unrealistic. So women have gone to the extreme to create, to live within an image that is not their, their composite, that's not natural. 
Now you have women getting plastic surgery on boobs to have size G boobs because the bigger the better. You want people to have really big breasts because really big breasts is sexy. So they go and do uh, surgery to have these enlarged augmented breasts that eventually is killing women off. Now we have a whole industry from augmented breasts that the textured breast implants are giving people cancer. There's a class action lawsuit out on that now. This whole idea of not looking the way you are created comes from the fashion industry. And the fashion industry, promoted by homosexual and dominated by homosexual men, told women in the early 1940s and 50s that this is the ideal idea of what femininity should look like. So it's kind of like when you saw the models, you couldn't tell if they were male or female. Because homosexual men are interested in what? Men's bodies. So if a woman looked like you weren't sure what she was, then it was appealing. Just sat back and took note and said, wow, that means a lot of people will want to lose weight. A lot of women. So they started creating ads and reinforced those negative ideas and images. Hence the diet industrial complex. So you see, join Jenny Craig, join Weight Watchers, eat uh, all kinds of nonsensical astronaut food that comes frozen. You ever notice if you stop eating it, though, you will gain the weight back because it has chemicals in it that is designed to fat burn. And then, of course, there's the gym. there are gym memberships. Who has time for that? Make time to go to the gym. At what expense? And at what expense? You just had a baby. You have two small children. How are you going to find the time? You work. It's not like you have a support system that you can drop the kids off and gym time is your alone time or your downtime. Your husband comes home from work. Do you really want, after he's been at work all day with women who are fighting to stay thin and attractive, good luck with that and see how long marriage will last. But the diet industrial complex has got you hooked. The diet industry has got you hooked because they keep reinforcing the images through all the magazines. So you just need to be a woman. You go into the grocery store or the pharmacy, and you see a plethora of magazines telling you to look slim, look act slim, eat this, eat that, this diet, that diet. Every week there's a new diet fad, and all of it is designed to make you feel that something is wrong with you. The impact, exactly, the impact on people and how people feel. You know, real marriages have been lost because at the back of a man's mind, he's thinking when he met you, you looked like a Victoria's Secret model. But over time, you had to work. You had to work at being in a relationship, take care of the house and the children. All of a sudden now, he's looking at TV that is all filled with subliminal images of naked women. That's soft porn. All of these underwear ads on television are soft porn. And he's like, well, she doesn't line up with that. So he's going to go find one on Pornhub.com. <laughs> you want me to move my hair to the back, right? So he's going to find one on Pornhub.com. And before you know it, watching something on Pornhub, he's going to search the internet to see how he can find a girl who looks like that. It's the craziest thing you've ever heard, right? Do you understand what I'm saying, you all? Are you all listening to me? So now it's telling us what we look like. I stopped posting full picture images of myself because 
people were just not focusing on my message, but looking at my image. I don't want you to look at my image. I want you to listen to what I'm saying. Are you hearing me? I don't want you to look at my image. So it has created in us, in women, this idea that we're never good enough. Because if somebody is going to look at you and tell you that you're not slender enough, you're going to feel bad about yourself. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? So people are saying, well, do you know that now when girls graduate college, they go and get their breasts done? They go and get their tummy done before they go to work because that's the image? So you're doing all this plastic surgery really early that you don't know what the long-term effects are going to be. It's like when you went to get your breast augmentation. I don't know if they told you that it lasts for 10 years or you should come back in 10 years and take it out. But they told a number of women that, that in order to be attractive, they needed to have big breasts that they were born with. And people went and did breast augmentation that eventually gave them cancer. The diet industry is making us all sick. Not only has it given us bad images of ourselves and self-image issues, but it's making us all sick. Take it from me. Let me read you some more facts. Uh, Fitness magazine created used airbrush bodies. You ever really seen a real woman? Some of the models have even come forward and said, that's not how I look in life. That's not how I look. They use airbrushed images to make it look like you're perfect. That's why you look at some of the images and you're like, wow, they just look like they're glowing all the time. Nobody really looks like that. Come on. Right? Fitness equipment. There's a whole industry around fitness equipment. There's a whole industry around gym membership. My youngest daughter went and joined a gym membership the other day, and she's like, Mom, I'm not using it. I think I want to discontinue it. And I'm like, don't. They took your driver's license, so now it's it's your credit. It's building your credit. If you cancel it because the contract in the fine print didn't tell you that if you cancel it prematurely, you're going to be on the hook for the remainder of it, so it's going to ruin your credit. She almost freaked out. Then, of course, there's, guess what? Plastic surgery. Are you hearing me? Plastic surgery is a whole other level and a whole other world of surgery. People go and change their nose so they break the one they're born with. They go and change the shape of their eyes. They change their eyelids. They break their cheekbones and put in cheekbones. I, I could you not. People plump up their lips. I saw there's one on my Instagram page every day talking about plumping up lips, and I'm like, I have enough. Thank you. People go and do their jawline to make it seem like they have a stronger jaw. Why do women need a stronger jaw? I kid you not. People, do you know that there's surgery for kneecaps? People go and put in your kneecaps. I'm like, just do enough squats every day and exercise. Your kneecaps will look like they are exercise. People go and do surgery on their kneecaps to make it look like you have kneecaps. You could just go work out. These are, And I'm going to show you what the culmination of this is because when you look at the, remember the Super Bowl halftime show, remember how J-Lo came out and was swinging on a pole and she's 50? Well, you know why that happened? The diet industrial complex. It's not enough for you to just be normal. 
You have to be 50 acting like you're 20. Otherwise, the, the, the fashion industry, the tabloids, the blogs are all dominated by homosexual men who then say this is what a woman should look like. It's almost as if there's a hatred against women and femininity. That's what it comes down to. And fem- don't get me wrong, I'm not equating femininity with unhealthy lifestyles or unhealthy practices. That's not what I'm saying, so don't go twisting my words. What I'm saying is this hatred of women, as promoted by homosexual men, is driving people to do things that they would not otherwise do. What else is going to make a woman go do labioplasty? You know what that is? Vaginal uh, plastic surgery, because some guy told her her vagina didn't look right. He was getting inside of it and having fun, wasn't he? The work was saying, guess who is doing more labioplastic surgery than anybody else? 15-year-old girls who are looking on the internet and saying, oh, my little vagina doesn't look like this. Let me go ask mom and dad to, to pay off of this so that I can attract the best man. I kid you not. It makes you wonder then how many men going to look up at her vagina before she – I'm just saying. I am just saying it's not enough. It's not enough. It's this diet industrial complex that you constantly have to be thin. And it's what it does is it makes people miserable. Have you ever gone without eating for a while? If you have ever fasted, have you ever gone without eating for a while? And see how miserable you are when your body is deprived of food and deprived of the minerals? and the protein and the vitamins it needs to sustain life? How is it possible that you expect a woman who just had a baby and who is breastfeeding, you expect her to look like a size two model? All these women who have done breast augmentation surgeries and who are now giving breast milk, I'm like, so you're feeding the baby the cancer cells. Because they, all the milk ducts do is move the, the breast implant around. How can that be healthy? That's not healthy. The diet industry. I saw one girl on uh, on Instagram, and I had to comment on it. She looked like she needed a, a, a Subway sandwich ASAP, right? She was so in her face. She was breastfeeding. She said she breastfeeds her baby, and she looks like she weighs maybe 100 pounds, soaking wet. But I recognized the look in her face. She looked drained. You know how I know? Because when I was breastfeeding my youngest daughter, I used to look like that. Because I, too, I wanted to lose weight really quickly after I had the baby. So I was eating. I was eating just enough, taking my prenatals to feed the baby. But it was wearing on me. The baby was pulling all the calcium out of my body, minerals out of my body. And I kid you not, I was weak and fatigued all the time. And finally, my mom said, you need to stop breastfeeding. Do you know when I stopped breastfeeding, I felt better? So when I was looking at this girl's image, it came up on my Instagram feed. I commented on it. I said, girl, you need to stop breastfeeding that grown baby. The baby was 12 months old. You need to stop breastfeeding that baby and go eat and support your body before you get sick later on. And of course, they, went, they took me on. And I said, the only reason why I'm saying that is because I have been there. And she looks fatigued. Somebody said it's because I don't like how she looks. I'm like, she doesn't look healthy. But she's caught up in this diet industrial uh, complex that is saying to her, 
that she needs to maintain a certain body weight even after giving birth and while breastfeeding. I know that girl is tired and fatigued and weak all the time. We need to get to that space where we maintain what is healthy as designed by your physician based on you, not what they tell you is healthy. I have seen women whom I look at and I'm like, baby, you need to go to the doctor. That's too much weight you're carrying around your organs that is going to make you unhealthy in a, you know, in a short time. You need to pay attention to that. But for most women who look normal and you're telling people that they need to constantly work out, where they're going to find the time? People go to work, right? People have to work. They have families to attend to. If you don't believe me, when you leave work, you have to go pick up children from daycare, pick up the other children, and then rush home, stop at the grocery store, pick something up for dinner, and then rush home. Where you, and then you get home, you have to clean up the house, right, because it was a mess when you left this morning. And then you get home, you have to make dinner, make sure that the kids have a bath, and you have a whose needs you have to attend to. Where in that time frame are you going to find time to go to the, to, 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 to the gym membership? This is why I tell everybody, get, get an exercise machine and keep it at the foot of your bed so you wake up earlier in the morning, shut the TV off at 10 o'clock, go to sleep so you get enough sleep, wake up earlier by 20 minutes in the morning, and get on that exercise machine right there in your bedroom. You're better off. I kid you not. But don't subscribe to this idea that you must be a size 2, or in today's world, it's a size zero zero zero. Because you you want you want to stay thin. I I I have done, I'm done with that. You don't like me the way I am. Keep it moving. I'm healthy. The doctor says I'm healthy. That's all I care about. I'm not gonna try to make myself and kill myself in the meantime. No, for what? I'm okay. The doctor says I'm healthy. I'm not carrying extra weight around my waist or around my organs. I'm not carrying fat around it. I'm good. I'm not going to be a size two or a size zero. I'm healthy. I work out so that I have more muscle so I won't build fat because cancer cells get lost in fat. That's how most people find out later on. I'm just telling you the truth. This is what the diet industrial complex does. Have you ever heard what it does to people? When you look at people and tell people that they're too fat, when you tell people they're too fat, you are hurting and damaging people because you're comparing them to somebody else. And sometimes it's unachievable. All of us, yes, need to be responsible about ourselves for health's sake. And healthiness is also part of your mental health, how you feel about yourself. But you can't just randomly tell people, well, you're so fat, you're so overweight. Some of it is unhealthy. I saw, I saw uh, what magazine was it? A magazine in the UK put up, this woman looked like she was morbidly obese. And they put up an image saying that she's okay with herself. I'm like, no, you're not. You need to go and lose weight. Whoever is promoting that, you need to lose weight. That's too much weight that you're carrying around your organs. You, you are breathing hard. Do you know that there are people who weigh over 250 pounds? And they will tell you that they have shortness, they experience shortness of walking 20 feet. Not because they have a lung capacity problem, but because their lung does not have the uh, 
capacity to carry all that weight. It's like you're the fat is squeezing the organs out. So where is the happy medium? The happy medium is what your doctor tells you to abide by. The happy medium is when the doctor tells you lose 20 pounds, lose 40 pounds. That's the happy medium. The happy medium is not the diet industrial complex that has you hooked. So you never stop. My generation in particular, we grew up with the flat butt women of the 70s, the magazine models. They looked androgynous. Except for makeup and hair, you would know they're females. They looked like they could be men. And when we saw fashion shows, all these women were willow within. All the models were willow within. It was unrealistic and unachievable. So naturally, we were like, oh, my God, I'm never going to look like that. The only time that I looked like a size 2, the time in my life when I looked like a size 0 to a size 2, when my weight dipped below 120 pounds, was the scariest time of my life. That was when I was being physically and emotionally abused by my ex-husband. You see, when that ended, I achieved a perfect medium. I looked great and felt great. I can't forget when I weighed, I went on the scale once and I was 117 pounds. I thought I was going to pop out. In fact, I was passing out. I wasn't eating at all. My cheekbones were pronounced. Nobody told me that I looked, I was, I looked healthy. Everybody was like, something is wrong. This is not normal. Today, I'm happy with myself. Yeah, I probably feel like, you know, but I'm happy with myself. I have boobs. My bones are heavy. I drink milk. I take calcium. I eat right. My bones are heavier. I am made like a woman is supposed to look, and I'm happy with that. So the diet industrial complex is not going to find any reciprocity in me. But I do take issues with the ideas that they promote, right? All of this is a struggle. All of this is to attack femininity and make women look more like men. That's all that it is. Narrow-hipped, sincerely, right? No butts, seriously. Barely boobs, right? Right? Because it's designed to make women look like men because when women look like men, then they're more attractive to homosexual men. And, and heterosexual men, straight men, are then socialized to believe that the only way women are attractive is if they're, sli- they're skinny. J-Lo's Super Bowl halftime show showed us how, what it means. And what the diet industrial complex has done. Now, every woman in America is going to go on a massive diet. Even if she's 35, she's going to say, I want to look like J-Lo, just from a pole. She's going to go do some more work. Until I feel like I need plastic surgery, I'm not doing it. And frankly, it's going to be a minute. It's going to be a while. There are exercises that women can do. If you are unhappy with how you look, you need to examine yourself why. That's the first place to start. You need to ask yourself why. Is this my image of myself or is my image of myself influenced from the society or from the people around me? And, of course, 
some of these are racist and sexist. They're sexist because they attack women or gender is feminine. And they're racist because they attack women who are who are minorities. Sometimes it's diet, y'all. It's hormones. It's stress. All of these factors combined. Women who have a high-earning husband, they don't have anything else to do but drink wine every day. Did you know that? Most of the time, they drink so they will stay thin. You remember once upon a time when people smoked cigarettes because it made them not feel hunger? Yeah. Well, people drink so they don't have to eat. Because drinking, the calories that are in drinking are less. It doesn't build fat. I'm just telling you the truth. This is what the diet industrial complex, it makes you. And then it, for people like me, you know, a size four looks different on me than it looks on a white woman because I have more hips and so on. So on a white woman, it, it, she looks, and I'm like, who can make, like Liz Claiborne doesn't make clothes that I can fit into because the hips are so narrow. Because that is the fashion industry's idea of what femininity looks like. That comes from homosexual men whose idea of womanhood is androgynous. And yet they're going to come at me and I'm here for it. I'm not afraid of them. I'm here for it. Because it's something that they need to get around. You're telling women that we need to look like men. That we need to be so skinny. We are ethereal. We don't even look real. It's like my daughter was telling me I was, you know, I was doing, I do exercises for my arms to make them look toned. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you know. And my daughter was like, so what do you want? You have boobs. Do you want the skinny arms that some of these people have that they look anorexic? She's like, that's what you want. And I'm like, ooh. All of these negative stereotypes of femininity come from that anti, that homosexual agenda that hates women. It's the hatred of women's bodies. They don't want us to be women. They want us to look like maybe they're men from first glance. And this thing, this, this needs to be corrected, right? We got to practice more body positivity. It's, it, it, it's just like saying, you have to stand before the mirror and do your own self-evaluation. And you have to have your own come-to-Jesus moment. This is not the best version of myself. Let's start right there. What is the best version of yourself? Then you need to go to your doctor. And your doctor needs to tell, their doctor will tell you whether you need to lose weight or not because it might be impacting your health. Then you have arrived at that happy medium. You figure out what is the best times or the best days of the week based on my family schedule that I can go to the gym just so that I keep all my organs in tune. Not because some girl who looks like she's starving on a magazine cover that has been airbrushed tells me so. Or not because I was watching late night TV and some infomercial promoted its products. I said, if I drink this product, I'm suddenly magically going to be to uh, be a size zero. Not because I think that if I look like this, it's going to make me attractive, and I'm going to attract a different type of spouse or a different type of mate. It has to be centered around the fact that it is what is healthiest for myself, right? 
that diet industrial complex tells us not to eat sugar, not to eat dairy. You all know we need calcium. Calcium is one of the most important minerals in our It strengthens our bones, but it also retards cancer. They ain't going to tell you that. So they tell you don't eat dairy, and then they give you all kinds of reasons. You're, but you've got to take calcium in some form. Calcium prevents osteoporosis, where your bones weaken. So you don't need hip surgeries, and you don't need knee surgeries. And you'll have your vitality because your bones, the skeleton, will be strong. Shake my head, man. Shake my head. Right? Thin women also complain they're fat. I am one of them. I, Based on body image issues, I'm still saying I need to be thinner than I am. And it's unrealistic because half the times I work out. I do yoga stretches. But I have, I'm a woman. I, you know, I can't be bothered. I don't always have all the time in the world. There are some days when my schedule is more packed that some days is literally bolting out of bed and based on what happened the day before. So I've become more disciplined, yes, about seeking to work out and making that commitment that if I have to wake up earlier to do it, then that's what I'm going to do. Right? Fat shaming. And then here's the thing that I don't like. Oh, my God. Men, that women, that they're not attractive. Seriously? You know where you get that from? You get that from the subliminal porn messages that are sent to you through the delivery of advertising. So men look at fat women and say, you're not attractive. Can you imagine how she feels? She's just going to go and eat a whole chicken after that. God help her. Not cool. Not cool. I'm telling you, it's the diet industrial complex. It all started with a fashion industry who said that women should look like dominated by homosexual men who said that women should look like men. Then women started seeking ways to lose weight and keep it off. And that spurred the diet industrial complex, where if you drink this, there are all kinds of supplements you can drink, all kinds of pills you can take, none of which are good for you, Right? And if you work out 20 hours a day out of 24 and you wear this kind of exercise equipment and you join this gym club and you drink green juice all day and you still find that you're weak because you're not getting protein and iron and the basic minerals you need. And then you develop body image issues because all the women that you see on TV or the women who are around you look like magazine models. That's what they are, models for magazines. Though, By the way, just so you understand where this is coming from. The models that you see on magazine, you do realize those people don't eat, right? You do realize those people are invariably drugged and have been drugged all the time. You do realize that. So modeling yourself after unrealistic and unidealized ways of living is ruining yourself. You, I hope you know that. It's just much like you look at uh, celebrities, an actress or so on, and you say you want to look like Mary Jane, who is an actress. Do you know that most of the time she's taking drugs? Do you know that she has to abide by certain principles according to the contract she has with the studio, which means she doesn't eat? They feed her what they want because she has to look like that because she's the image of the studio. 
So you're going to set yourself up to look like that? You don't realize that you're, you're better off. You're healthier. Take your protein, your minerals, and your calcium. You need them for your body to survive. Go work out. It builds resistance. It gives us more strength. We're able to ward off bacteria and fight viruses and build your immune system. But for the love of God in Christ Jesus, please do not let somebody else tell you that you look terrible based on their perception of what women should look like. That is wrong, and it is hurtful. It's discriminatory. It is highly wrong, and it is morally inept. We have become so morally derelict that we look at people and hate people based on their appearance. Sometimes things that you don't know what they have control over. You don't know how they grew up. They probably grew up eating just McDonald's. They probably didn't grow up eating a stable diet as you have been exposed to, but you're going to hate people. I got to (laughs) go. They're giving me the wrap-up signal. It's Friday morning. Uh, We're going to continue more discussions on this, the diet industry, and how they want you to lose weight. And so my, my, uh, my producer is telling me I need to read this. The diet industry is consistently scrambling to encourage society to lose weight, even when doing so is not in one's best health interest. There, there are only so many ways to rephrase the concept of eat less crap and get some exercise. That doesn't mean that media outlets and the diet industry are ever going to stop trying, even if that means bombarding the public with contradictory advice. If you, and, it, and it is contradictory. If you're going to lose weight, just lose weight. But don't tell people don't eat sugar, don't eat this, when we find out later on you need all the minerals anyway. You need some sugar to keep you balanced. Otherwise, your electrolytes will be off. Okay? My name is Harry Kamek. This has been Down to Earth. This is as down to Earth as can be. Thank you so much for being a part of my experience this morning. Please go to my website, harrietcamera.com, and join me on Sunday morning for the Sunday morning edition of Down to Earth. As you go through this weekend, I want you to remember to have a positive body image of yourself based on you and your healthcare provider's idea of what that looks like based on you. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a great day, everybody. Have a great weekend. See you on Sunday. Bye. Thanks so much, everybody. Be blessed. Crazy stuff, isn't it? Just absolutely crazy. I I can't get over it. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.